Viewer discretion is advised. That's what you go through. There's a lot of people giving their opinions and a lot of their opinions are either negative or fearful, but it's just because that's how they feel about themselves. Mandate. Welcome to Mandate, where we navigate fresh perspectives and nothing is off the table. Tonight's guest is an amazing man. He is also a hip-hop artist. He was um, signed by the record label MTC, Move the Crowd, and also did a lot of recording out in uh, New York City, out in U- USA. Uh, but also the man has gone independent in terms of his music. He's done a, a lot of collaboration with other music artists, but also the man does a lot of filmmaking in terms of music videos and so forth with artists such as Donnell Lewis, Kenyon Brown and DJ Noise to name a few. And also the man has his own show. He's the host of his own satire and comedy show, uh, which pertains to a lot of political content. And so please put your hands together for the man himself, the man who doesn't shy away from controversy, Dirty Sage! <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just to get start the ball rolling and just before we kind of dive into the conversation, brother, because um, you are very confident, uh, off, off the, straight off the bat, very confident. And I think that's something that we should address in terms of confidence, in terms of, is that something that's embedded in you or something that was taught? And um, also... How much of that, that, that confidence, how much do you think in terms of the man or manhood, that confidence should be something that's quite important as, as men? Uh, the confidence basically, I grew over time, you know, like everything else it just came from a lot of um, mistakes, you know, uh, experiences, all that kind of thing. And then, yeah, o- over time, like... Y- knowing what I wanted to do from the beginning, I knew it had to come with a lot of confidence. And it was always hard, bro, because like, you know, when you say, when you're like 14, 15, and you're like, yeah, man, I want to be a rapper. They're like, okay, bro. You know what I mean? Straight away, it's just, you're flawed from the beginning. So you have to have a lot of self-confidence and and just believe, I know it sounds corny, but you got to just really believe in yourself to, to know, like, no, no matter what anyone says, I know where I'm going. I know what I want, and this is how I've what I, this is what I got to do to get there, basically. So yeah, I just kind of grew it over time. You know what I mean? Because if you don't believe in yourself, I mean, no one's no one's gonna believe in you. So that's where like the confidence kind of comes from. Cool, man. I love I love that because because I think sometimes our, our people kind of kind of tend to think of confidence or you're a bit overconfident. It's kind of like oh, it's ego. It's oh, it's oh, this guy's a bit arrogant. Yeah. And so, what what is, what is your take on that? Because they might see it. Oh man, this guy's a bit overconfident, but. I, I don't think there's anything bad in that in terms of um, not, not being egotistical and arrogance, but there's something special about having the self-confidence. Yeah, I mean, nah, 100%. Like, that, that's one of my things I would o- always say to people is like, you know, don't mistake my um, confidence for arrogance, you know what I mean? Because I, I, especially here in New Zealand, you know, it's not, it wasn't really a, a thing. Like, if, if you're, like, confident in yourself and you're saying, yeah, I'm the man at this and this and this and this, but it's coming from a confident place because you believe in yourself, it's very easily mistaken as just, like, this guy's a wanker. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, this guy's just up his ass. He's just, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And you're just, that, again, that's happened a lot over the time. But you just got to remember, like, like for me, myself, personally, like, I know I'm not being arrogant. I'm, I'm not an arrogant person. But there are times where I've got to champion and cheer for myself when nobody else will. You know what I mean? Because I know what I'm doing and I know who I am, again. So, yeah, when it comes to, like, uh, the arrogance and confidence it's like bro most people just saying that just don't have any like confidence in themselves anyway so why 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 should i listen to you 
You know what I mean? Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. Well said. And just to touch on that confidence um, aspect there, um, are there sort of, because I guess, is there a flip side to being confident in, like, our society is kind of a strange one. And, you know, um, Izzy's talked a lot about tall poppy syndrome and things like that. Um, but is there a flip side to being confident that you kind of have to reassess the people around you? And do you need people around you to support your confidence? Or is it when you're confident, you can sort of gun it alone? Yeah, I mean, the reassessing part is... Yeah, you definitely will need to reassess when you're doing your journey. Like with my journey, like obviously you have people that would cheer you on, but then you also had a lot of people that would make certain remarks or snarky things here and there that you knew right then in that moment. You're like, that's usually what someone who doesn't like me would say, but you're apparently my friend or you're on my side. So yeah, I mean, that's where that whole like, tall poppy syndrome thing comes from and yeah bro is he nailed it when 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 he spoke on that you know um yeah it's a bit it gets a bit difficult but again it's like that's why like i believe only some really push through and make it because life does test you that way you know what i mean like it's not just an easy road it's not just like here you can have it and everyone's gonna love you and support you no that's just no, especially with what I do, especially with what I do now, you know what I mean? But I, I already know this and I learned a lot from my years being a, uh, like being a musician and, and being signed and being in the industry and being around certain people that I thought were my friends and blah, 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 blah. That over the time you just, you have to just build again, <laughs> build that self-confidence inside yourself and know like, nah, this, this is what I am, who I am. And if you are around me and you don't believe in my vision or you then you shouldn't be here basically like i don't know what you're doing here and you just gotta you know it's hard because like a lot of people find it hard to like drop people around them that they love you know what i mean but sometimes those people aren't the best people next to you when you're trying to achieve whatever whatever it is you're trying to achieve you know what i mean yeah yeah. No, I agree. Like hundred percent um Sish in terms of yeah, sometimes you you have your you have your circle of friends and sometimes uh, your even Fano can be the, your worst enemy in terms of and can be sometimes your worst haters. Yeah. Um but but in terms of your confidence, because it is you put yourself out there, you you've you've done music, video clips and so forth. And so you like you said, I think you said um you, know, you were in the music industry and you still are but there's some people that you, you, you there's some things that you kind of saw and and you think you didn't probably didn't really uh, like. But what was the greatest? What was your greatest learning in being in, in that kind of space? Um, the biggest takeaway was just to remind myself why I'm doing this. Because along my journey, man, especially in the beginning with the music, like I took. I did my, I did more than my hundred hours. I did my thousand hours to get where I was. And that's how I got where I got. Right. But along that journey, sometimes as some people describe it, like the devil, like likes to throw little things in your way and you have these temptations and then you start losing sight of what or where you were going. And so, uh, along, along the, that journey, like, um, going through those ups and downs, man, and then coming out of it and realizing, holy shit, all the people that I thought were my friends and stuff were, who were really just randoms, but they, they were just, you know, 
supporting me. I want to say other words, but yeah, like, you know, other people that, that, that were hanging around me were just on my dick because of what I was doing and what I could bring to the table. But then once all that kind of started fading away, like you started realizing they started fading away and then you're like, Hey, hang on. How come there's only like two people left at this table when there was like 25 the other day or, you know, last year or whatever it was. And so the biggest takeaway that I got from that, when I started doing what I'm doing now was just no matter what comes and what temptations and offers and stuff like that come my way, just to remember to focus on the work because the work is what got you there in the first place. And if you take your eye off what got you there, then you're just going to sink down that hole and think it's going to last forever. And it may last for a little bit, but eventually if you're not consistent with the work while you're doing the pleasure, then you're just going to end up nowhere, right? And someone else is going to take your spot. Oh, man. Man. (laughs) Just thinking about, you know, when you sort of recognize the people that aren't really there for you, uh, you know, some people say, oh, yeah, we grew apart. And then, but then there must be also times where like, maybe that's true, but maybe there's also other times where you kind of have to confront a person or is it uh, uh, like from your experience, do you kind of like identify patterns in people where you're like. I think over, over time it just, it came from like, some people just have that same mentality where they just want to, they just, they, they don't even realize it, but they just stay in that same hole or same room is better better way to, to describe it. They stay in that same room with their same thoughts. They never think to elevate or what else could be. And so if you're just stuck in that room with that person, that's you're literally just gonna be a replica, uh, you know, you're just gonna replicate whatever they're thinking. And so what I try to do was, well, again, it just goes back to, I already knew what I wanted to do. I, I knew where I wanted to go. And yeah, I wanted to bring certain people and yeah, I would love this person to come, but being who you are, in this moment the person that that person is that's not going to work well with what i'm trying to do and the doors i'm trying to get into you're still thinking in a hood mentality and i'm still and and i'm over here trying to elevate out of the hood and trying to do something with my life you know what i mean like yeah it was fun when we were playing like when we were being shitheads and doing stuff that would get us in trouble and you know whatever that was cool or whatever but it's not cool, but you know, at, at the time being a, a youth, like it was cool or whatever, but I have goals and I want to achieve these goals and we're not going to achieve them. If you're just going to, if we're just going to carry on doing the same shit. So eventually you just have to leave that room. And again, it's unfortunate. People don't like to do that, but I mean, again, bro, like, do you want to leave the room and go into another door? Or do you just want to stay here and be stuck here? And then 10, 20 years later, you're going, fuck, my whole life is gone. And this is just where I'm at. Jeez. You know what I mean? Because why, why is that, Sish? Because you bring up a good point in terms of, you know, we can be in the midst of our friends and so forth. And they're like, oh, cool, let's just do this. This is just great. And then and never change. We just find ourselves in a rut. And we just can't get out of this rut. And there's, like you're saying, you know, if you're in the hood, you just want to stay in the hood. But you had goals. Yeah. Why, you know, why, why is it that sometimes that people would rather prefer to just stay in that and that rut is it? I don't know. It, it, just, just your views. What, what, what's your, what's your your thoughts on, on I, those? Like you stay in that rut. I think it's just like uh, I think that that's just it's not their fault. A lot of these people, that's just how they're conditioned. They were conditioned to think like that. You know what I mean? They they don't or they just don't really have they don't 
see themselves doing anything and the lifestyle that they're choosing to do at that moment, they feel like that's the best one suited for them, but they don't even realize that that leads to nothing. You know what I mean? And no matter how much you try to pull that person towards you and be like, bro, trust me, if you just did this and this and this, or I, I see talent in you, man. So why don't you just try this and this and this? But they don't want to do it. It's like, there's only so much you can do. You know what I mean? And then after a while, you just got to go, you know what? Fuck, you just stay here. I'm going to go. But like, not in like a bad way, but it's like, again, like, what are you going to do? Like, if, if there's a lifeboat there, are you going to stay on the ship with the guy that's sinking? Or are you going to make your way out? Like, I, I don't want to sink. You know what Come I mean? On, man. And you bring up a good point about like, sometimes people don't even realize that the thing they're trying to avoid... Like they're doing the exact thing that'll keep them like in that same sort of space. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of interesting hearing you talk. You seem to have quite a good handle in terms of self-awareness. Yeah. Um, and so I'm curious about, you know, you've mentioned knowing what you want us to do from a young age. I'm kind of curious about where that came from because you're right. A lot of us are like, play for the All Blacks or be a policeman. Yeah. Um, but to have that vision at such a young age, I'm curious about what led to that because there aren't many people that have a, have a vision for their yeah. life yeah. and then kind of stick to it. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to music, bro, uh, the earliest memories that date back is literally videos and pictures of myself, five years old, four or five years old, dressed up like Michael Jackson, like doing performances in front of like family weddings or family occasions or whatever. Anytime the beat came on, I'm there, I'm dancing, I'm performing, right? And then as I got to like the nine, 10, 11 year old stage, I started like listening to a lot of hip hop and, and getting into that. And I was like, oh my God, this it was just like opening a third eye. And now I'm like, oh shit. And then when I got to 11 or 12, I kind of knew, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just like something inside of you. But basically I knew right then and there, I wanted to do music, whether it, whether it was like producing music, rapping, breakdancing, I didn't care. It was just something about music that I was just really attached to that and film. And so I just, I stuck with that, man. I mean, I, I dropped out of high school when I was 15 to become a rapper. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I want, I had that dream, you know, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know what, but I knew that Everything that I was doing, whether it was like school and sports, like I loved basketball and stuff like that, but nothing gave me that same fulfilling feeling than when I was like making music or listening to music. And so it just started from there, man. I was like, started writing my first raps when I was like 12, 13. They were trash, obviously, but I knew right then and there, like, nah, I want to do this. This, this is what I want to do. So I dropped out of school and then I went straight into, uh, um, uh, the Dawn Raid course and um, they they were having a course at, at that time so I'd go out and I did a three-month course with them and that was cool and I learned a bit of stuff there and yeah just never left like I I, I, <laughs> I knew a lot of the boys from the hood that that could rap and they could rap really really well but it was almost like the passion only went as far as let's just like get a box and then chuck a beat on and rap you know what I mean? Where, again, I was always like, bro, you rap better than me. Why don't you, you know, ah, oh, my messes, ah, oh, this, ah, oh, that, all these, like, reasons and excuses that I ended up, well, that's what I, I think they are, like, you know, that, that just literally misguided them and then they went down a different path, you know what I mean? 
But uh, yeah, that that that's basically where it stemmed from, man. And just having that again, going back to confidence, all that kind of stuff. But I just knew, I just knew what I wanted to do, and there was no, nothing nobody could tell me. And it wasn't like I was stubborn or anything like that. It was just like, no, like you don't understand. I can do this, and I just need some time. And so I used those those uh, those years to perfect my craft, and then. I got signed to the record label that I actually wanted to be signed to with the artists that I actually enjoyed, you know? Jeez, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Was there, cool. um, was there ever a time where, because, you, you know, obviously you have this vision from a young age, um, you're immersing yourself and putting yourself out there in terms of pra- putting things into practice. Was there ever a time, even though you had this vision and you knew what you wanted, but was there ever a time you were like, you started to doubt kind of a waver a little bit on the conviction. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I think we all, whether we want to admit it or not, we all have doubts. You know what I mean? Like that, that is, especially when you're like, bro, for me. Okay. So for me, like I was the guy, I was the kid that would buy like a P money album or a scribe album. I would look at the back, find the PO box thing, send my tape in and send it to every single label. Like, from, from the most underground label to the most popular label, I didn't care. I just wanted somebody give me a chance. Please, just just listen to me. Like, this isn't a joke. I'm not just trying to be like, oh, I heard an Eminem song today, so I want to be a rapper. Like, it wasn't like that. It was like, this is embedded in me. Like, I, I can't stop. So, um, what, what did you ask, sorry? <laughs> About um, just the times when you started to waver on your conviction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so. Yeah, going through that whole process, there was a, a lot of doubts, you know what I mean? I, it got to a point where, yeah, I just didn't really give up, but it was just like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get that, you know what I mean? But um, I just kept going. I kept, I, Again, I had more, I had just kept with the self-belief thing. And eventually it all paid off and it paid off in the right way because I almost ended up signing to somebody else. And I was literally like a couple days from signing that contract. It was with, um, do you guys remember Fast Crew? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was um, with their management. And it's because I had nobody else. And, you know, they were the only guys really listening to me. And um, then the MTC thing happened. And it was just straight away. I already knew, like, no offense. Thank you for everything. Like, da, 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 da. But bro, oh, you know, if I don't take this shot, uh, I yeah, I needed, I needed, I need to do this. So, yeah. But before then, a lot of doubts, man, a lot of doubts, and then like a lot of doubts after that. You know what I mean? Like you get the taste of a little bit of fame and success, and then like you know, this music, this work that I've been wor- had been working on for like a year and a half prior, because I basically, uh, pro- well, I did, I produced and wrote my whole album by myself in my mom's garage for like three or four months straight. I actually worked in the mines in um, Australia and saved a lot of money. And even then, like I was making like what, 12, 1400 a week, which was like a lot of money back then. And I was living at my auntie's, so I didn't really have to pay any rent. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm saving all this money. So I ended up just buying heaps of equipment, flying it back here to New Zealand. Because at the end of the day, like, it was funny because all my friends would be like, bro, why did you throw that job? And I was like, because that was a pivotal moment that made me realize that money isn't everything. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't care how much. I had no friends, so I was already lonely. 
And then on top of that, when I did come back, I, obviously I would shout the boys, would go to all the stores on High Street that we couldn't afford and just window shop and I would buy them things and stuff like that. But And that was cool, but there was nothing fulfilling my soul and it would always go back to, I want to do music. You know what I mean? So anyways, yeah, I brought all the shit, came back home, spent all these months in my mom's garage, created the album and then just did a video clip by myself and then, um, or for myself. And then the boss of MTC saw it. It was real weird, bro. So the way it happened was I <laughs> I Googled my name just being like a dick one day. I was just like, <laughs> let me just Google my name. I was nobody, you know what I mean? I wonder what pops up. And literally just for fun, I did that. And the MTC blog page at the, at the time popped up. And I was like, why, why, why did they pop up? And then I had a look and I was like, it's my video. And they had posted my video. And then I went on Twitter and then I found out that the boss had started following me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a long shot here. Bro, um, I've got like a full album ready to go away. Like, how do I send it to you? And he just sent me his email and then... Yeah, it's history from there. Bro, well, how many tracks um, Sish, in the, in the album? Um, there were originally like 22. <laughs> 22. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but um, we had to chop it down to 13. So, um, yeah, it was funny though, because like now you can just send Dropbox links and stuff, right? Bro, back then I was like on Hotmail or something. Bro. I'm like uploading every single like song one by one. <laughs> Right, yeah. yeah, that's incredible, man. Because it is like you—you you mentioned that you kind of, you know, in your mom's garage yep. for three, four months. You're writing, you're, you're writing the music, and you're producing and you're directing it, and you yep. do the film, bro. You mentioned work because that—that that takes a lot of, you know, a lot of gusto, but also a lot of um, self-belief. Yeah. But work, because work, because your your work ethic is, is crazy, bro. And so, what do you think in terms of? Work ethic in terms of being and being becoming su- successful. Do you think a lot of men are, are afraid of that that work or hard work? Uh, it just depends. Like when it comes to like different men, like uh, like the, you know, like it's hard. So like when for me, when you're talking about like men that like work construction jobs or scaffolding jobs, like that's probably their passion. So they are probably doing the work. Like you know what I mean. But for me. Choosing something that's outside of a regular nine to five day job and sticking with that consistently is a very hard thing for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Because again, self-belief, self-doubt, all that kind of stuff, all that shit comes into play. People, hey, hey, you got bills to pay. Hey, 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 I'm hungry. Fucking whatever, whatever, whatever. And you're like, no, I'm going to be this one day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, it, 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 you know, um, the work the work ethic thing is is a big, big part of anybody's success. If, if you're not working, bro, if you're not working on your craft, again, you're, you're just going to get left behind, eh? because somebody else is out there working 10 times harder for that spot. And they don't even know that you're going for that. They're just going for themselves. You know what I mean? So for me, I just had to go for myself. Like I just had to put it all in there, have no distractions. Obviously distractions coming. I, I remember I was uh, living with the bros and I'm um, Glenn Eden and I'm in there recording and our pad was like called HQ at the time. And so we had all the, the dudes, all, all the boys from the hood around um, Glen Eden come to our spot to drink every weekend, right? It was like the drink up pad. And so I would have boys coming in and out, bro, come have a bottle, oh, bro, 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 do this. And I was always, just wait, man, I'm, I'm just recording this last verse, you know what I mean? No. 
what do you mean? Like, you know, you know, like, what the fuck? Just come out here and have it. Like, relax, man. You don't have to work so hard. You know, that's a lot of them. Bro, relax, man. You're not Tupac. It's all good. Like, in terms of work ethic, like, it's all good, bro. You, you'll make it. Just come have a drink. But I was always just like, no, 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 no. I got to do this, bro. I got to do this. So, yeah, it's hard because I, I know a lot of people would rather take the drink. You know what I mean? They'd rather, yeah. You know what? Bro. Hard. You're you're right, bro. Fuck this. Let's just go have a what, what am I talking? We got tomorrow. We got tomorrow. You know what I mean? And then tomorrow ends up being the next day and then the next week and then the next year. You know what I mean? Sadly. Mm. But um yeah. Bro. And you have to be real disciplined, eh? That's oh bro. Bro, that's that's hard, man. Like you were saying, you you mentioned about temptation and so forth, man. It would have been hard to say, Oh yeah, I just oh, yeah, I'll just go with the boys right now, but Bro, kudos to you for for staying in there. I need to finish off this verse. Yeah, because it's easy. It's easy. That's the it's the easier easiest path. Thing, the easier yeah. path. Like just, oh, I just do this. I'll come back to this tomorrow or whenever. And I've been a victim to that, man. Like I can't say that I've just been perfect because I haven't. I've definitely been a victim. Like when I was speaking earlier about like you know the roller coaster that I I went on after getting signed and stuff like that and feeling the lows and stuff like that. You know, I definitely ended up you know getting too comfortable and lazy and stuff like that. But then, you know, I feel like a lot of people have to experience things for themselves before they can change, you know, and you're not going to change until like you want to change or you see that you have to change, you know, if that makes sense. That's good, bro. Yeah. Man, that's interesting. That's yeah. Just speaking on work ethic and discipline, you kind of touched on a little bit and I was just thinking is is work ethic and discipline something that can be taught to you or is it something you kind of have to discover for yourself i think it's something that you have to discover for yourself because i don't think everybody is born with that or you know i don't think it's embedded in everybody because if that was the case everybody would be successful at things that they love to do you know what i mean so that's why again it goes back to like i hate i don't want to say like chosen few but like because really you're choosing yourself whether you want to be that disciplined. You know what I'm saying? So it's only the ones that really, <laughs> it always just goes back to self-belief because at the end of the day, man, like you have to believe in yourself to keep that consistency and work ethic going. You have to, you have to really be passionate a hundred percent with whatever it is you're trying to do. Like I'm a hundred percent passionate about music, film, all that kind of stuff, just entertainment. Like I love it. Like I love it, love it. Like if that's what I could do just for the rest of my life, which is basically what I'm doing, that's what I want to do. You know, like I, I'm, a, I'm a dude, bro, that's like literally worked 20 different nine to five day jobs. I've tried everything. I've worked everywhere. You know what I mean? And every time I worked a nine to five day job, I just had that feeling of just like, I'm not meant to be here. This feels wrong. You know what I mean? But it wasn't me just telling me that because I was lazy or didn't want to work there or anything. It was just a feeling again where you're just like, I'm not meant to be here. Something feels wrong, but I'm only staying here because I've got to pay rent next week. And I need to figure out how to get myself out of the situation because I hate waking up <laughs> early hours in the morning at the airport and doing that kind of stuff, you know, and, and doing those jobs and like the people I worked with over the years, great people. I met a lot of people like cool people, you know what I mean? But it just wasn't me. And again, it goes back to, oh, so what you think like you're better than us. It's not about that, bro. Like this is just not what I meant to do. And it's great that you love whatever you love doing. I think that's great. 
I think some people are, are born just to work at like the dairy or, or whatever, whatever it is you choose. Like it's, it's not a, a down thing. It's more just for me personally and many others, I want to do this in my life. And unless I do that, I'm never going to be fulfilled. I'm just going to be like the other guy that's sitting in the corner who wishes he could do something, but he's just miserable because mm. he, again, he's listening to family or friends or whatever. And they're telling him, bro, you can't do bro. <laughs> you're dreaming if you get bro, you know what I mean? So you start believing those things and you just never get out of that. I don't want to be that. And when I see that person, I think how pathetic I want to go and do my thing. I hope I don't come across <laughs> like rude or anything, but that's, that's just it's my just, mentality. You know what I mean? Oh, good. That's good. good bro. bro, that's, um, yeah, like really interesting perspective. And so I'm curious about how you balance, you had mentioned before, um, other rappers you knew that were in the hood that were like mean as, but then they had like family or whatever, whatever the reason yeah. was. And I know, you know, you've got your own family too. Yeah. Um, how do you find balance in terms of like, you got that vision that you're chasing and like, clearly there's some things that you just won't relent on, yeah. but then you've also got family where it's like, I don't know, how do you navigate that? Because that's, that's a sort of a big juggle for a lot of men. Yeah, so... When it comes to my kids, like I've had many conversations with um, my daughter's mom and stuff like that, where she already knew what I was doing before I met her and she knew what it was. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely been moments where it's like, you know, make sure that whatever you're trying to do is going to bring money in for your child and da, 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 da. And there was a lot of moments where I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no money coming in. But I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it's not really like, um, I don't want to say it's like lying, but it's just like, again, it's just believing like, okay, you just need to be told this for now, because if I say something else, you're, it's just going to get worse. You're going to, you over here, you know what I mean? So, so long as you, Yes, it's fine. Everything's fine. And I just keep going at what I'm doing. Because eventually, bro, at the end of the day, once they start seeing the results and they start seeing the um, effect that you're having, like from the public and stuff like that, trust me, a hundred a hundred times over, man, they're going to be like, um, my friends like think you're funny. My friends um, heard your song. Uh, my friends saw that video you did. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, oh, so I'm not like the the shithead lazy dad that like you know is whatever 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 they think of you you know in that in that time and so yeah i always i always go with like the end product and the result of that product will always win over doubts from those people you know like on the side not that like my my daughter's mother ever really had doubts but i'm just saying like those conversations and discussions do happen over the years but you just again you just got to keep your eye on the ball bro you just got to keep focused and do your thing and realize like this is all going to pay off one day and you know sometimes you you think that in, in the back of your mind it's not gonna fucking pay off <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. but um yeah again just staying consistent with your work ethic man it just it it, it really helps because yeah i mean if I, yeah, yeah, I've, I've had moments like just getting into like the political, like the comedy stuff that I've been doing. I don't know what was going to happen. And then like, you know, I would see, you know, them coming to me. So apparently you're really funny. I'm like, oh, so they're hearing through their friends, which is just a good sign. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it shows like he's not just, you know, pretending he wants to be whatever he's trying to achieve, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, man. But well, well, let's touch on on your on the comedy and, and satire your your show, because it is we've seen on several clips. And man, it is funny. It's funny, but also very cleverly done, bro. In terms of how you bring out the content. Um, but so tell us, tell us, walk us through in terms of how did it all start, and did you was it just by chance, or was it just you felt like you needed to be the voice for other people, the voice for New Zealand? <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So long story short, man, it basically started with me uh, getting <laughs> getting locked here and and locked into New Zealand when we all went into lockdown and stuff like that. Because I was working in Australia, I was working with a lot of artists, I was filming a lot of music videos. I just had shit going over there, right? So as soon as this like started happening, where it was like seriously got a lockdown, well, I don't want to be another year away from my kids and stuff like that. So I got my ass back here, and now I was locked here, and you know. I, when I got when I came back, man, I actually really wanted to be. I wanted to go. I've always wanted to be an actor, so I asked one of my film friends, who's a director, and I was like, "Hey, dude, who can I talk to to be in a movie?" And I want to be in a movie. I don't want to be on Shortland Street. I don't want to be in a commercial. I want to be in a fucking movie. Okay, <laughs> who do I talk to? He was like, "Yo, hit this person up." Boom, boom, boom. We get locked up. Literally like two weeks after that mail, news starts coming out that everybody on set has to be vaccinated. And my my sister, she's already got like one of the best agents in, in the world, uh, in, in the country, sorry, in the world, <laughs> in the country. And um, she's like telling me, yeah, bro, like you can't be on set unless you're vaccinated. So all these things started happening where I'm like, it felt like my dreams once again were all just getting crushed. And I was like, just sitting there very frustrated upset and to, to be honest man i've always been anti-establishment i've always been like when i'd get pulled over from the cup fuck you guys <laughs> i was i was always that guy you know so when this this started happening i just started slowly making videos where i was saying what i thought and i started seeing they were getting a lot of traction so I decided, how about I mix a bit of everything together? I mix a bit of cool music, I mix a bit of humor, and then I tell them what I really fucking think about what's happening. You know what I mean? And I don't know if anyone's going to get it. I don't know if anybody's going to accept it, but I'm just going to do it, put it out there. And, you know, you have those, I had those fears of like, oh, man, if I do this, like, um, this door's going to get closed. This door's going to get closed. Oh, this person won't like me. Oh, this guy might unfollow me. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, bro, you've never been in those doors anyways, and it doesn't look like they're fucking opening anytime soon. And the people that you're worried about unfollowing you, what have they done for you? What have they done for you, bro? And this is me talking to myself, you know what I mean? So I was like, it was like, bro, you got a better chance of putting this shit out there, making another fucking song no one's going to hear. So just just try this. So I did it. And I, I didn't want to come off. Dude, there were some people out there that uh, made like, yeah, fucking, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like, you know, to the government. I'm like, oh, I don't want to come across like that. It's a bit fucking crazy. You know, so um, it had to have a bit of wit and a bit of a smartness to it. You know what I mean? And so I just started doing these videos and they started popping off man you know what i mean and people people started started going oh you're just like joining a trend it's like i again you don't know me because we've never had this in the world where the whole world has stopped and everybody can kind of like just you know sink into their phones and see what people are thinking 
but I've always been anti-establishment. You know what I mean? I was always like, fuck the man, like, fuck the guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like all the gatekeepers, oh, we can't get you in here. And I was like, hmm, you know, like. <laughs> but yeah, so that's where that came from, bro. Um, just just, uh, just doing, doing that content and then seeing the reaction. And of course I thought like, fuck, um, I'm, I'm just, praying there's like uh, at least like 30 percent good comments you know what i mean because i know it's gonna like ruffle some feathers oh it's, surprise surprise it's like fucking 95 and five percent bad you know what i mean 95 good and five percent bad i'm like ah and and the funny thing was is that the more i was like less editing myself meaning like just really saying shit people were it was going bigger and bigger and bigger you know what I mean? Because there, there, there was a point where I got, I started going viral on a few things. And so I was like, oh no, now the following is getting up. There's a lot more people looking at me. I better not curse as much. And da, 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 da. And then I would see that kind of just stay stale. And then something would happen where I'm like, I really feel like fucking saying something. So I would just do it. And then boop, 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 boop. I'm like, ah. Oh. So the thing that I had to realize was just to be myself. Well, mm. at least like a side of me, you know what I mean? And just released. And it was, it was good, bro. It like felt good doing that because you're just walking around the fucking bedroom just like frustrated. Like I can't do anything. And for me as a creative, I need to get that out. You know, I don't have therapy or anything. That is my therapy. You know what I'm saying? So being able to do that as soon as I would make these videos, songs, whatever, and I put them out. It was just like, oh, I feel free. I feel like just so much weight off my shoulder. And then now you guys can hear it and, and see how you feel about it, you know? So that's how that came about. Man, that's... Man, that is <laughs> awesome. It's funny, I was... um, Yeah, because I, I checked out some of your stuff in the lead up to this. And I think... So, I was thinking like, man, is this, this must be what people are feeling when they sort of check out your content where... Some of it sounds taboo, but that's just because in the field that we operate in, it's always like, you know, gatekeepers and you have to yeah. behave a certain way. Yeah. Um, and I definitely feel you on some of the frustrations in terms of the establishment and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was really refreshing to hear some real honest thoughts and just the way you speak so authentically. Like, I never ever got the feeling like you were censoring or putting on a show for people. It really comes across as quite genuine. And I think in today's world where everyone's so worried on social media, especially... Yeah. about the way they're perceived it's really refreshing to see someone just like go for it i appreciate that yeah, man so thank you so much awesome. yeah but it is it, it's it comes with the package yeah, um session in terms of because it is it can come off really real controversial and people oh man what the heck he? and the cool thing about it what you do is because people are sitting there i can imagine people rallying behind it yeah he said it oh cool we can see yeah. it and I, and i think a lot of our, our men because and just and if you can share your thoughts in terms of uh, a lot of our men probably want to say these things, and I've talked to I've had some conversations with other guys and say, oh, I would love to say that. I want to say what uh, what Sish is saying, but I can't. And so, how would you? What, what kind of words or words of encouragement would you say to for our men? Like, hey, man, just just say it. If you can't say it, because some of them are fearful, like you were saying, I might lose my job, my friends, or someone might hate me, all that kind of stuff. What, what, what kind of encouragement for um, me to say, hey, you know, just be yourself, just say it, and have the boss to say it? Yeah, that's a tough one, man, because <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> because if you already have, like, 
walls up around you in terms of like I might lose my job. Well, you're not gonna fucking say anything, no matter what I say, are you? Because yeah, yeah, hard, hard, bro. I agree. I'm not fucking saying that. Lose their job. Yeah, they're bloody sick. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, one thing that would buzz me out is I would get a lot of people coming out to me, man, you're so brave. You're so brave. And I love that. I love that. But they'll be like, you know, you're so brave. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm brave? I'm, you could, like, you're saying it like you can't say that as well. You can. No, I, I can't say that. My mom, man, what she would think of me. It's like, it's hard because for me, I'm just like, who gives a fuck what your mom thinks, bro? Just, just say it. At least you're being you. Just be you. That's the whole point of living this life is just, just be your true self. You know what I mean? And like you were saying, but that's, it's hard, especially in this climate. Like everyone's just way too sensitive. I don't know where the fuck that came from, but everybody's just really like, oh, can't do this. Can't do that. And it's just really weird and bizarre to me because what are we meant to do? Just be silent and just be like, yeah. I really like that guy. And as soon as he leaves, you're like, God, was a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like, why don't you just fucking tell him? Like, you know, I mean, you shouldn't tell him, but to, to, to go with what you were saying about just advice for men, like, it's hard because, like, if you are one of those men that are, or like, that speak your truth, then you're already doing that. You don't need anything from me. It's, it's hard because like, you know, this shit is just in me. It's in me, bro. And like what you were saying before, like uh, one of you was saying before about how like authentic and genuine it comes across. Like I saw people that, um, that were almost switching their style of how they were already doing their Instagram posts and trying to add a bit of like, you know, a bit of this humor thing. And it just kind of came off cringe. It just came off weird because that's not you and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're chasing views or whatever, whatever, then sure. Try to go at it. I don't know. But the reason why I feel like it works for me is because that is me. It's just, nobody's ever seen that. Like all my friends would always be like, bro, why don't you just do something like you're a funny guy? Why don't you just do something funny? But for me, I was always like, what am I going to do? That's funny. I never had any ambitions of doing any comedy kind of stuff. And like, <laughs> so when I did this stuff, it, it just came natural. You know what I mean? It, it was natural to just say these things. So what, going back to what you were saying about advice for men, bro, I, I can't say anything that's going to make any human change their mind or, or their thoughts unless they want to do it themselves. Like if you wanted any type of advice, yeah, it would be just the honest, genuine, but cliche of just, just be you, man. Just, just be you. Just, you know, it, it, stick with your gut feeling, like stick with your um, intuition and just, just go for it, man. I mean, it's hard because a lot of people are just scared to lose friends and families and jobs and stuff by speaking their truth. And that's sad. You know what I mean? So I keep saying, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm noticing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fucking saying yeah, it. Yeah, get it, man. <laughs> that's cool. But you're right. I think you, you, you hit it on the head. I think we'd, I don't know, maybe it's just, we just got become real passive or just, or maybe we're just too PC now. And I know there's a lot of, and even for myself, I can, just there's a lot of things you want you want to share, you want to say, but, you know, you, you we're afraid to get, Cut off, cut off at the, at the knees. They're scared of getting cancelled, whatever yeah, that is. All, all, that, yeah. all that stuff. Well, yeah, people. Think, oh, I can't say that. But you're right. We're not being, we're not being authentic, and I know there's a, there's a lot of men out there, and because you know they want to say it, but they would rather have someone else like you say it or some other guy mention it. 
But it is, it's becoming very sad. It's, it's kind of like we, we need, actually need permission to say, oh, should I say this? Can yeah. I, can I say this? Yeah. Uh, it's just, and it's, it's, it's honestly, it's just making, in, in this case, it's making men weak. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you, you, like not, obviously not physically, but like, you're just mentally weak, bro. If you're not standing up for yourself or you're not speaking your honest truth. But at the end of the day, like, I love that I can be a voice for other men, women, whoever out there. You know what I mean? Because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be that voice. I'm literally that voice that you are when the curtains are closed. Cool, man. It's cool. I say what everybody out there is thinking, but is too scared to say it. That's what that's what I'm doing, and it's not because oh, I'm just trying to be a rebel, or I'm just that's just how I think, and that's just I know I know for a fact there are more people out there that believe and think what I'm saying. It's just again the climate that we live we live in. They're, they're too scared to say it. Mm, yeah, yeah, and it's sad. It is sad, and, and, and like um, you're saying, session. There's no judgment in terms of you know some guys who want to say because of different circumstances, different situation, and and all that other stuff. But it is. I feel like there's there's a sense of uh, like you're saying, but a bit of softness or weakness that our men are not able to to rise up and, and say these things because of, because of certain situations. But uh, I'm glad that you are you are a voice out there for some of uh, for our, our Dani and our, our men out there. And so, how does how does it make you feel? Because obviously, you get a good, lot of good feedback. Um, but besides the good feedback, what are, what are some of the the trolls? Because I, I could imagine there's there be some some trolls kind of hitting you. Say, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, I was mentioning it, mentioning it before we started rolling. Like, nah, man, I don't really get that many hateful comments. Say, like, I know people out there probably believe like my inbox is just filled with like nasty messages. They're really not. They're really, really not. I mean, I was explaining to you guys the last time I got like a hateful message or a troll or whatever was about two weeks ago, and the time before that was probably like six, seven months before that. And I, I, again, we're talking about confidence and arrogance or whatever. I believe it's because when they see me, they know that I'm real. This isn't like there's a lot of people on so, social media, a lot of social media influencers or whatever that, that do content and stuff like that. But it's it's like if they get hateful messages or something, it's oh, no, what should we do about this? Where I'm just like, bro, there's a button at the top of that screen and it says ring me. So just push the button, call me if you got a real problem. Otherwise, you, you're just trying to get a reaction and I'm not going to give that to you. So unless you have a really real problem, then call me. And I don't mean it in like, yeah, let's like get it on or whatever like that. I mean, like, so you can hear that I'm a real person and that what you just witnessed is a show. It's a character. And if you don't like the show, just change the channel. You know what I mean? A lot of people just won't do that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to call you. No, I don't need to talk to you. Well, then why the fuck are you messaging me this? What, what do you want me to do? What, 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 what is this? You just want, want to let me know your thoughts. I don't care about your thoughts. And, it, you know, it, <laughs> I got to like sometimes cool myself down because it's like it comes across like arrogant or any something like that. But I really don't care what it comes across as because I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks. I'm just going to do me because I know deep down in my soul, I'm not here to maliciously hurt anybody. I'm not out here to put anybody down. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. it's <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, do you guys want to um, interview uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for being a racist? 
You know, like with the the, the Django movie, it, it, that's how silly it feels sometimes. It's like, why are you bothering me this? Uh, bothering me with this? But that never really happens, bro. Never. That really, really happens. It's cool, man. It's interesting. It is really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good sign <laughs> that you're like, you're sort of touching, like it's connecting with people. I, I know from... You know, I'm a teacher by trade, um, so there's I have so many frustrations about things I want to say, but they monitor everything. So like I just wanna, find like, my own way to like. You want to strangle the kids? And stuff? Some of those kids need a getting, getting them in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think, at least from my own experience, it's cool to hear people say the things that you really like. You think it and you're like, why is nobody else saying it? And then someone like yourself says it and you're like, cool, I'm not going crazy. Because sometimes I get a it's lot really of easy to feel like, am I the only one that's feeling this way? And um, so it's just really cool in that regard. But I think just to touch on some of what you're saying, I think there's definitely ways for men to still be themselves even within like something as restrictive as a school and a classroom and all this sort of stuff yeah there's ways that i can do things differently from everyone else yes and there's definitely ways to express yourself but i think you've taken it next level where you're able to be yourself in every field and every form <laughs> and i think based on the videos and i was going to say this before I could just tell from your videos that you were always a funny cat, even growing up. <laughs> you must have been funny yeah, as to grow up with. Um, and so, because you've got quite a few siblings, yeah? You're the oldest of six? No, I'm the oldest of, so I've got um, two younger sisters and a younger, younger half-sister. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And what's, I'm curious about that relationship in terms, because we have sort of an interesting family dynamic with this quite big age gap yeah um between us but i'm curious about what that's like in terms of your siblings and sort of your field of work and their thoughts on that and do you sort of influence does that influence them in terms of what they want to do or um so with my sister who's four years younger than me uh she lives in she's based in perth um but growing up I know when I was doing music, it was a big influence on her. It made her like want to try to do some music and stuff like that. Uh, I know I've been a big influence on my other sister, who's Alex. Um, she sings and acts and does her thing. And I know that she was watching me as a child and stuff like that. She wouldn't uh, probably agree, but she copies most of uh, <laughs> what I do. But um yeah, no, nah, no, nah. and then I have like obviously my younger, younger half sister, but she stays with uh, my dad and his partner, his wife. Sorry, so yeah, but no, as as a sibling thing, like when they watch watch my watch my stuff, yeah, they they just know they know who I am, like what you explained. I was that guy, or am that guy, you know. So they were just like, this is Nate being a dick. This is just him just being a <laughs> shithead, really. You know what I mean? So. And then everybody else just gets to see it through this character that I've kind of created while filming. So, yeah. But it's, it's brilliant. Um, it is brilliant. The, the characters. And it kind of reminds me of um, like a Dave Chappelle show. <laughs> uh, it's just it's that kind of feel and it's cool. And I love it because it, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is doing it um, in New Zealand at the moment. And it could be something that you're, you're pioneering, um, bro, in terms of because you said you want to be an actor. And some of the restrictions because of COVID, and you had to you had to get the vaccine, vaccination, all that kind of stuff. But you went a 
on your own on your own bed and say, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna do my own show. I start doing my own thing. Yeah. And look at it. It's, it seems like it seems like a pattern, um, bro. It seems like okay, there's restrictions here. They, I can't. They say no to me. But I'm just gonna go ahead and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. From from your music career, music uh, independent music, and then now you're acting. And so, bro, um, how how do you feel about all of that? Because it seems like um, you're on the, you're on a path of, of something that's that's gonna blow up. I, I really believe so. Well, I hope so, man. I mean, fuck, my pages have been restricted so much, especially my Facebook page. I don't even really bother posting on that anymore because just like, bro, it it went from less to like barely just reaching anybody, you know. But no, I'm I'm trying, man. I'm just keeping up with that consistency. And, you know, shout out to people like Izzy who have shared my thing, like my, my content and really got other eyes on it and helped grow my following even though that's not what he was trying to do but like i really appreciate and see that because it is really hard to do the stuff that i'm doing and try to grow a fan base when the gatekeepers the people at instagram and facebook are really putting their like hand over people like myself and i'm just i'm not really one of these dudes who are out here like hey did you know that the vaccine has this much like i'm i'm doing i'm kind of doing that but it's it's like bro it's i'm so happy you said the Dave Chappelle thing because that was literally one of my idols, you know, coming up. So I, I do a lot of things that that just come to me naturally from watching Chappelle. So I, I yeah, I hope one day it, it could be turned into like a real show, but I don't I don't know if it ever would be because of the things that I say. You know, I know that if it, if I ever had to go to TV and it would be look, we love it, we love the show. But uh, maybe just not say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like any of this stuff. And it's like, but that's my whole thing right there. That's why they like me. So it would be a bit hard. So I just got to keep doing the independent thing and just doing it myself and just hoping one day one of these millionaires that watch me actually invest and give me some of their money so I can turn it into something, you know, turn it into a profitable uh, business, I guess. Man, but it seems like it's the way to go um, in terms of independence because you, you, have, you, you, know, you have your own... You have the power to do your own thing, and you know, no one tells you what to do. You're responsible for everything. You you come up with all the characters and so forth. And like you were saying, people might invest in it, and you think, oh no, you you know, TV and Z might say, oh no, you can't do that. You, you like you just said. But I think I don't know. Is that, is that the way to go? Like, no, it's not the way to go. But it should be the way to go because they don't have anybody watching their fucking programs. So and they they need something like me, man, because it's 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 new. It's refreshing. You know, like what you guys were saying. Like, who the fuck is doing what I'm doing? Mm. Nobody. But it's not like I'm just saying things just to say them and nobody laughs or nobody, you know, it's just like, oh, look at this guy. He's just being obscene, like for no reason. It's not like that. Like when, when you watch it, you actually get a laugh and you get a laugh like when you did when you were first watching things in like the 90s or the early 2000s. And that's where a lot of that's my genetics is, is all of that. So when people are like, oh, I can't believe you said that you might get canceled. It's like canceled from what? Can, you only canceled if you really believe in that whole like thing you know what i mean like oh god i'm gonna get cancelled it's like i don't give a fuck all, all these guys are just pansy little kids anyways like what are they gonna do nothing <laughs> you know so i just just keep doing my my thing and i'm just yeah i know that there is a massive audience out there for me i already know that it's just tapping into their screens and getting them to watch my stuff you know because it's like so many people that have come out of the woodworks that 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 support me has been mind-blowing i'm like oh really I, I didn't think you would like my stuff you know what i'm saying so when i see that i'm like fuck if these people like my th- my my work 
imagine if we could just tap into like just 40 percent of the rest of the country i was gonna say 10 <laughs> i want more but um yeah hopefully that makes sense no, that was cool man it's cool <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you talked about um writing your music and so forth how many characters have you have you come up with if you conjured up now how many characters have you just kind of written down skits and all that how many have you kind of created now um they're always changing <laughs> it's a, a lot of my skits are, are based on real life people like oh, like uh I'll, I'll pretend like um you know in the past i've pretended like I'm Jacinda or I'm one of the one of the prime ministers from Australia because I, I like doing the Australian accent and stuff like that. Um, and now I've like got a transgender um, character. I've got uh, I did the skit uh, uh, where I'm interviewing myself. It's going to be coming out soon. And it's like a transgender interviewing me. And another I called him Brian. I don't know why it was just the first name that came to my head. And he's literally got like stickers all over his face from his booster shots that he's had. I, I just come up with just crazy insane shit like Chappelle show is a big influence for me you know like how ridiculous was a lot of the stuff that he did but it was funny though you know and some some of it hits some of it hit some of it was a bit of a like, trial and error and I know that that's what I'm going to come across as well you got to understand these things when you're coming into a game like this you got to understand that it's not just going to be yeah yeah good 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 you are going to get ones where people are like mm, what's, that? <laughs> what's cool though maybe next one understand that the people that you idolized and looked up to and were influenced from went through the same thing so i just keep that in mind if, if like you know a skit goes out there and people are like oh let's kill it, it's not like oh no i should give up now you know none of those thoughts cool and go into, into the shower again. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man, there's um there's a question I wanted to ask you earlier, but like I've just been trying to drum up the courage. But like the way you're like you being you, I'm just like man, ask it. Yes, just, just say it. Um, and I was just gonna ask about like, and perhaps it's my ignorance showing, um, but just relationship in terms of you and your father, and like pressure to live up to a legacy or to like pressure to branch out and create your own, which is what it sounds like you've after your own lane essentially yeah um but if, if it's not cool to ask that no 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 no, no. Yeah. So, so what are you asking sorry um so just um in terms of like um your relationship with your dad um with your father and just if there was any pressure to live up to like a family legacy or anything like that uh so coming into the music scene was really like the one of the biggest misconceptions about me was that I got a record deal and I got like signed and all that was because my dad was famous and that always fucked with me like always because I knew a lot of rappers that weren't even as good as me were getting more respect because people thought oh well they come from the hood they come from but I probably came from fucking worse than what they came from you know what I'm, I'm saying so uh the biggest thing for for me was just working myself away from that like I wasn't the kid at school that was like hey you want to know who my dad is like that was the last thing on my mind and if people brought that to me I'm like hey are you like Mike's son I'd be like I don't know what you're talking about and I'll just keep moving you know and sometimes that came across like ignorant or arrogant sorry and people would be like oh this guy's fucking up himself then he thinks he's too close they didn't realize like I don't care about any of that shit bro like i'm trying to do my own thing and it was it was difficult you know imagine your your um your parent being as big as 
they were uh, basically like the Eddie Murphy of New Zealand at the time. And you're over here like, yeah, I'm, I want to be a rapper and I want to get in the music industry. It's like, oh, so you're just trying to be like the old man. I was like, fuck, I'm not even thinking about that guy like this. He doesn't even understand music like I understand it. Like this is a real thing. And <laughs> going into the like comedy realm, like that wasn't, I wanted to stay away from, like I was saying before, my friends would be like, bro, you're funny. Why don't you do this? Like, cause there's already one funny person in my family. I don't need to try. And these people are just going to be like, uh, trying to be like the old man, eh? And it, I was like, fuck off, bro. Like, no, I'm not trying to do any of that. So doing what I'm doing now, I don't feel like I have to live up to anything because I'm just doing me and what I'm doing I know for a fact he wouldn't say and do what I'm doing in this time and if he was still a, a comedian. Because I know a lot of comedians out there that are too scared to touch the subjects that I touch. And most of them are trying to, whether even if they agree with me, they'll not do that style. They'll do the style that fits the more PC realm. But no one gives a fuck about that. No one's going to listen to you, bro, because it just sounds like you're, you're taking orders from the teacher or the principal. You know, you, you, you're just being a teacher's pet. Nobody cares about that. We've heard that. It, it sucks, bro. So, yeah, sorry, living. So doing what I'm doing, I'm just trying to do me. I'm trying to do me to a point where it just feels like that sesh. And if anybody else is out there trying to do what I'm, I'm doing, they're going to be like, oh, this guy's trying to be like sesh. So, yeah, I, I don't really think about my dad's career or, or anything like that. Like I love that he was successful. Yeah, of course. Proud that he was successful, of course. But when it comes to like what I'm doing, it's never been a thought of like, Hmm, I wonder if I can be just <laughs> like my dad. Like, no, I've never had that ever wanted to stay away from that as far as possible. That's cranking, man. Cause I, I just imagine like that's a unique struggle. Like not many people can, you know, have to deal with that unique type of pressure and and all that kind of thing. So I think because hearing about your journey, I think, and then just thinking about that, I was like, that must be horror, like traumatizing almost. Like yeah. you could almost just as easily, like it's a slippery slope where you could just as easily fall into a depression and just never come back out of it yeah. because of the pressure. Yeah. Um, but it's just honestly mad respect. I'm like, just for you to like, yeah, acknowledge it. But, bro, that ain't me. Like, yeah. This is me. And you, you know, you're gunning for it. It was horrific, bro. It really actually fucking was because, you know, I, you know, he doesn't know this, but he was obviously on stage doing famous jokes about ripping into me being around oh, my son wants to be a rapper and blah, blah, blah. He didn't realize the ripple effect that I was getting at school. I was getting teased and bullied and shit like that. Like these people know I'm trying to be a rapper and they're like, Oh yeah. Like your dad's joke. Hey, we know. And you're just like, fuck off, bro. Like this is real to me. This isn't a joke. Uh, again, I didn't listen to Snoop Dogg one day and was like, yeah, I want to be a crip. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't like that, man. Like hip hop was embedded in me. Like I, I studied everything. You know, I actually wanted to be a DJ first and foremost. I loved the DMC battles and stuff like that. I was really into that. I would make my own like DJ Severe type like album CDs and mixes and stuff like that. So the, when I would go through all of this at school, it was just, it was quite like deflating. Eh? It was again, it would bring you back to like, fuck, I don't think this is going to work, man, because people just aren't going to take me serious, you know? And like, you know, no fault to him. He doesn't fucking know that like, 
he's just doing a joke. He's just ripping on our family because that's what it is in, in that comedian realm. Like Chris Rock rip, would rip on his family. Kevin Hart rips on his family. All these people talk about their family, right? But the thing is, is that people think it, they take it too deep or they use it as a weapon to try and push me down. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, 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 I, I rap. Oh, yeah, we heard. <laughs> you guys heard the fucking junk? And, and you're just like, oh, fuck. Bro, this is a real talk, bro. Because it is you are just hearing and just gauging for what you're talking about. You are your you are your own man. Yeah, it is just just we just hey Jay, we just we just sense it. You just your own man, and I didn't even think of your your dad. I was even thinking like, man, this is my king's son. Like we we knew you're my king's son, but when I first saw you on the scene and, and your in your clips, I didn't even know you were my king's um, son. Like, oh, this guy's cool. Once until later, I was oh, bro, okay. It's cool, but you didn't have that. You didn't have that. Like, um, there was no like, oh yeah, there's a comparison. Just like his dad, it was nothing like that. I was like, man, this guy's doing his own thing. He's had his own buzz, his own own energy, his own vibe, and and it was just about music. Maybe because naturally you'd be funny, just because you know, just it runs in the family. Yeah. But, um, but I love the fact that you were kind of standing on your on your own two feet. And say, hey, I'm Dirty Sesh. This is who. I, this that's my dad, but this is who I am. Yeah. Because I can imagine that the and like what Jay was saying, a lot, lot of the pressure. Because some people, some people could have just said, "Yeah, yeah, man, and run with it. Yeah, I'm my king son. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, this, this is who I am." But you, you're, you're to the opposite, and, and we appreciate that. We appreciate your real talk, but also appreciate that. Hey, I'm who I am. I'm authentic, 100 percent, duty sesh, whatever, and um, and you're doing your own thing. So kudos to you, man. Because a lot of people need to hear that. Like, hey, you need to be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah, I mean, bro, I was the guy that was chasing so many different looks and sounds throughout my years. Like, ah, oh, maybe if maybe if I rap like this and I sound like Eminem, like people will like like it more because it kind of sounds like something they're already familiar to. And what? And then now I'm going through that depressing stage of why aren't they taking me serious? I'm just getting ripped for being a blah blah blah. Only years later did I look back and be like, oh, it didn't work, bro, because you did sound like Eminem and you did do this and this and this and this. You you weren't trying to just sound like Eminem. You were just trying to get people to take you serious that like, I'm so good that I can emulate other rappers and I can sound like them as well. And it wasn't until doing the, the comedy stuff and really um, taking a break from music and then going back and just trying to rap in my normal voice because I always had like an insecurity about it. I was like, my voice isn't sexy. Like my, my normal talking voice, like it is now, but um, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't sound sexy. It, ha it has to be with an accent or whatever, whatever to, to sound cool. Cause that's what we were conditioned to think. Like, especially like rappers here in New Zealand, that's why half of them still sound like they're fucking from New York or, or something when they're really not. But the one takeaway I'd like to, to give, to, to everybody out there is just to whatever your craft is is just to be yourself that's the only way it's going to work the only reason why people like my shit and they fuck with me is because i'm honest to who i am and that's who i am i'm not coming up on there and being like hi guys today i'm gonna take you through a spiritual journey of blah 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 because that's not me and it wouldn't work it has to be how i am because it's like it's naturally who it's, it's literally the reasons of why I've gravitated so many people around me in my life that laugh at my things or, or, or whatever. And it's just putting it out there in front of the public and just being myself. And that's how it all works. And people think, no, it has to be, let's try it like Jimmy. Let's try it like Dre. Let's try it like Sesh. That is not going to work. It may 
help and it's and it's okay to use and little micro bits here and there because i'm not gonna lie like like the bro said about dave Chappelle, yeah I, i take a little bit of that and i take a little bit of this from the people that have mastered it and then i just make it myself through my own voice because <laughs> again like for me i've studied so many like people bro i've studied like snoop M, Dre, all these big time, Michael Jackson, blah, 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 whoever, like really big time people. And the reason why they are why they are is because nobody else looks or sounds like them. And nobody else can look or sound like me, especially with the way I deliver and execute my content. So, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but Bro, man, the passion was there. The passion, the manner was there. And that's interesting because you, you like, you talked about you know wanting to be in film and all that, bro. Your own story is like a freaking anime or a movie, like yeah. You, and it's so unique. Like not many people, in some sense, it's unique. But I think a lot of people can relate in some sense in terms of your journey to find have this dream, find yourself, be authentic and literally not give a damn yeah. and just chase it. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to be like, bro, props to your journey, but also you've got your own film in the making right there, bro. Like you're yeah. living it. So I can't wait to see it on the big screen one day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> one day, bro. One day. Yeah. Just to forget us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Hey, no, no, um, because in terms of uh, obviously with, um, the, the set and the, the comedy and, and so forth. Would there be a time where you would think to yourself, and just hypothetically thinking, just you would do something quite serious or a serious role? Yes, yes. Well, I've um, like for myself, you mean? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. What, what? What? What were you asking? Yeah. Well, would you like? Would you even consider like obviously with, with the comedy and the set of? Would there be a, like a role that you think, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something serious. I'm going to cry on on on, yes. on, on on the specific scene and all that kind of stuff. Yes, 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 for sure, for sure. I've already been jotting down ideas of like characters I would like to do that would just be left field from what I'm doing. Because again, that's another way of showing your variety and, and what else. I oh, Fuck, we're talking about me. So uh, what I can do. And I know I can do more serious dramatic roles. Um but it's just finding the right role and dialogue to say, to make people go, holy shit, this is so left from what he's doing. But for now, um, I mean, I'm one of those guys that susses the internet. Like I, I put things online just to see how the people react. And right now they like what they like. So that's what I'm going to deliver until I've perfected something that's a different role. Unless if I, you know, by the gift of God, get hired for like a bloody movie or something like that as as one of those characters. But yeah, no, like for me, I've been writing like I've, I've been writing like a short film, which is a bit more uh, a, a dramatic piece. You know, I know people would probably think, bro, you'd be the man at writing comedy. <laughs> I don't think I would be. I don't know. That, that's a bit scary because that's way too much pressure. That's a lot of people going, this is going to be fucking hilarious. And then you watch it like, fuck, I didn't laugh once. So I don't want that. So I've, I started writing like a, a piece that's 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 very similar to somebody I know's life. And um, it's a bit more realistic, a bit more grounded a bit more, I wouldn't say once we're warriors, but a bit more just real. Something that if you, well, when you guys watch it, um, you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is from Sesh. 
That's what I would like, the reaction. Just like you were saying about the reaction of, I don't even know this guy's fucking, who, who this guy's dad, well, I don't know, realize that, you know, I love that. I love that because you're right, man. It really shows like just being your own person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. <laughs> do, do you dance as well? Do, do you do a bit of... I can do a little bit of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you do a bit of a triple threat, like yeah. you sing, you I, Yeah, no, I love dancing, man. I, I love dancing. I was the kid that would um go to the club, literally. I know a lot of guys like, yeah, I just go to the club to dance, but they're there to get chicks, right? I would go there to battles and I'm doing all of this, you know, and I'm, we're creating, me and my boys are creating the circle and like doing our thing. And yeah, I love dancing. I love, yeah, all of that kind of stuff, man. Fair, man. You're so versatile. Like you're dancing, you have the music and then you got the acting. And so, so where to from now? Like it, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that no one is even considered or I don't know, maybe some people have kind of sort of tapped you and say, hey, this has a cool idea. Um, but I'm surprised that people, or someone isn't in the TV or music industry, or even not music industry, but more so the TV industry, is not saying, hey man, this is a cool concept, let's do this. No one? No, I haven't been reached out by anybody. But I, like I said, man, I already know why. It's because of what I'm saying, man. Like, they, they're not trying to get... It, it, let, me, let me just think about what I'm going to say. Hang on, give me a sec. Um, like... put it this way when it comes to izzy right he just won what he did and one of the first pieces from new zealand herald is just taking a shit on him you know they're, they're just bringing him down oh he was whatever 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 and what i'm leading to is they want people to be this ah green peace tree hugging like mind your manners like do all this kind of stuff like to represent new zealand they like that that's why they like like no disrespect at all because fuck put me in a movie brother but i know that's why they like people like taika and that you know people that can go along with that role of like hey i'm from new zealand green trees green mountains where it's like izzy's more got that american mentality whereas i feel like i have that too it's, it's more so like kill or be killed kind of kind of mentality it's like the reason why these people aren't coming up and asking me to do a show is because of what the fuck i'm saying and i don't know what it is or, or why it is but i just know deep down inside again if that shot was given trust me bro i'd be reaching a lot more fucking audiences than half of their tv programs and i just know that that's not even a like a cocky thing i just know that i know that for a fact because i know what the fuck i'm doing and i know what they're not doing and i know what the world is missing and everybody thinks no we're, we're leaning more to like this kind of thing no we're not people are just too fucking scared to stand up and say we don't like that content we like this content so until people do that, then people like me are going to have this rough, long journey to, to get to that place. But I do believe one, one day it, it, it will happen, you know, whether it's by myself, whether it's from somebody else, or I don't know. But yeah, to answer your question, dude, like, no, nah, nobody's, nobody's reached out, but that, that, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't make me want to stop. It makes me want to just keep going yeah, even harder yeah. just to prove my point of like, bro, like, like that transgender piece that I put up, you know, and saying the things that I said on there, who the fuck is going to say that? And like, nobody will say that. Nobody. I've had people go, bro, I want to comment and just be like, I fucking love this, but I can't because they'll see their name and be like, oh, so you support that or whatever. But it's like, 
I just feel like I have that voice and personality where it doesn't. We, we, there's no cancel culture when it comes to what the fuck I'm doing. The people love me because they love me because of what I'm doing and how I'm saying it and how I'm delivering it. And the reason why they won't fuck with anybody else is because they can't do that. And if they ever tried to do that, it would just come off. It would come off icky. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I could say something funny to somebody, the whole room laughs. This other guy, not you, but another guy, <laughs> maybe you. <laughs> no, but like another guy says it and it's just like, oh, that was offensive. It's, it's hard. It's like a, it's, it's hard to explain, but it, the, the best way to explain it, it's like, it's me. It's embedded in me. It's embedded in some humans where it's like, you can control a room. You can make people laugh. But if the bro does it, it comes off like, bro, is this guy fucking all right? Like, cool. What was that? So yeah. Sorry about that little that little run. No one's ever given me a platform to speak, so I'm just trying to get everything out there. <laughs> well, they should, man. They should. I think. It, I think it's just just timing as well. Um, Sish, it's, it's timing, and I think yeah. and even regardless of if if not, bro, you, you're still paving your own, your own way, and and, and you you already got a following. People are following you. People are liking it, and just you saying that people are DMing you as, hey, man, I want to say this. It just it just proves and it goes to show that people are like, hey, man, we want to share this. We want to talk about this. I love the fact that you, you're actually talking about it. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and so just keep going. And so, bro, we, we just, I think it's really inspiring, bro, because I think I can imagine. We, I think we took, we touched based earlier on um, Sish that you said, that, you know, this is my passion, this is what I want to do in nine to five. But you imagine how many other men out there want to do the same thing, but like, but just, I don't know, just, just feel like they're just stuck or, or yeah. trapped. It's hard, bro. I, I understand. It's really fucking hard. I get it, man. I've been in the same position. Don't think I'm anything special. I am. But like, don't think that I'm anything special. Like I've been there, man. I, I, I really fucking understand what it's like to feel like you're just suffocated and you're just stuck there. But the only way you're going to get out of there, and I hate going back to this, you just got to believe that it's going to happen. Eh? You just got to block all the noise. You got to block all the family and friends that are telling you it's not going to work and just fucking focus in and just stick with it. You know what I mean? That's the only way you're going to achieve anything in your life is if you do that. If you just sit on the sidelines and you watch everybody go, well, fuck, see you later. I've got things to do. And I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but it's, it, it's, it's a piss poor mentality and it's a sad one, but... You just gotta, you just gotta block the noise, man, and you just gotta run. You just gotta go for it, because if you don't, one day or even one day soon, God forbid, you will die. We are all going to die. We're not gonna be here long. We think, oh man, we're gonna live till we're all like 70, 60, 30, oh, 30. <laughs> Hopefully longer than thirty. <laughs> I made it. I made it. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. I meant to say 80. <laughs> but yeah, no, we all think that we're going to like live till like we're 60, 80, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, is that we don't know. We really fucking don't know. And if we're just going to sit there and just be like, oh, well, I better just fold my arms and cross my legs and just do what I'm told. Then people like me just look at you. And just be like, well, see you later, bro, because I've got like a life I want to live and you have a life that you could live. But you're, le you're leaving all these excuses and reasons, which in the long run, it just nothing but just self-doubt is control your mind and can make you just think that, oh, this is all I'll ever be. And that's not what, what you who you are. 
But if you just keep feeding into those voices, that's all you're ever going to be. That's all you're ever going to, to achieve is just living a miserable life with something that you never actually wanted in the beginning. That's why like when I came in here, just real, real quick, that's why when I came in here, I was like, like asking you guys like, whoa, is this like all your guys stuff? And da 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 da, cause it's really important. Like this shows me like initiative, like what you guys are doing. It shows me like, oh, these guys are like for real. They got like the legit cameras and lenses and shit like that. The mic, like, I don't know anybody that's like just pulling money out of their pocket to do this and not really like know what's gonna happen. And you, you know, you, you don't do this thinking like this is gonna get like a million views. Like it's just, especially here in New Zealand starting off. so. Just seeing this, like you guys are already showing men what you what it can be. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people think, oh, I'll just get like a, a, a shitty little mic and and just a half whatever, like a half by camera and just chuck the light on, bro. And it's not even a cool light. It's like just chuck, turn the lights on. It's like, nah, these guys are out here like really putting a lot of time and effort into what they're doing. And that's why they have me because it looks fucking cool. And I want to look cool on the podcast, but it all comes back to just believing and like you guys obviously believe in what you guys are doing that's why you've invested all this time and money and shit like that and if men out there aren't doing it for themselves then again you you can only lead a, a horse to water is that the saying you can't make them drink it you can only say so much to somebody man that they've got to have that switch go off in their brain to make them go you know what today i'm gonna fucking get it and then tomorrow and the next day and the next day but that's why there will only be a certain amount of people that actually make it in this life because there's only a few of us that actually want to go the distance. Man, bro, that's so good. Man. Um, that's so good, bro. That's... Yeah, I think really awesome corridor. And it's just made me think about the way that you are and in comparison to the way the world is, the world seems to shift back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Um, but I just think in the future, like not everyone can say this, but to be able to look back on your content and be like, I was me the whole time. And eventually the world's going to swing in your favor and it's be like, but I was here from the get go, yeah. like standing my ground, pioneering this. Um, so I just wanted to give you big ups for that. Um, but also for bringing up the Izzy thing. Cause um I was shocked after I heard that massive win and then reading, you know. The, the recent one? Yeah, yeah, the recent one. And yeah. the media just like calling him out on, you know, because he pointed out to the kid. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I was like, too? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, this guy just like conquered his demons and on the biggest stage, reclaimed, reclaimed his belt. And then I was like. And then you guys fucking shit on him. that little thing and they just honed in on And then you and wonder like, why he doesn't man. wear a fucking New Zealand flag when he walks out anymore, bro, because of shit like that. This guy is the biggest person in new zealand i don't give a fuck what anybody says he is massive he's bigger than the prime minister any of that bullshit he's bigger than jacinda whatever the fuck you guys think he is and he's known by people that everybody knows it joe rogan drake i don't know just fucking name somebody they know who izzy is and the respect that he's given when he comes back here from our media is just shit bro it's just fucking bullshit you know so i i i with, with like no homo but i love that guy eh? like i've I, i've never had a real chance to like chop it up i've met him like once it was like real brief but like yeah bro it was so funny though I'll, I'll just say this and i'll probably say it to him if i ever get to talk to him like i remember following him and just his whole career and stuff like that and just when i would watch like his stories and and the stuff he would post i remember in the back of my mind i was like 
I reckon if this guy like just saw my stuff once, just once, I think he would like my shit. I don't know, but I'm just seeing what he's posting and things that he says, and it's very similar to my mind state. And I could be wrong, but I feel like if I just, somebody just shows him just a little bit of what I do, I think he will like it. Literally like six, seven months after that thought, the man's like sharing my stuff, following me, da 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 da. And I'm just like, it, it was like a manifestation kind of thing. But it just, it was reassurance that, you know, like minded people think alike. And yeah, so I, I give heaps of like respect and praise to that guy because, yeah, man, he, bro, he is, again, the biggest thing here in New Zealand and the way he gets treated here sometimes I don't know if it's because he's black I have no idea I've I don't know if I maybe it's because of like how he is like you know just his persona and stuff like that but regardless man like <laughs> the dude is like bigger than the all blacks I, I think and to, yeah. to, to receive the, the the stuff he receives no wonder why like no wonder why he was doing posts like a year ago or whatever about moving and leaving is because fuck i would think the same thing too man it's like bro i'm out here putting you guys on i'm putting the whole country on and you guys are fucking shitting on me this, this makes no sense bro just what just because i don't fucking shake dicks and and smile and you know suck a couple diddles and be like you know <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, bro. <laughs> oh, Izzy, man. Izzy. Shout out, Izzy, man. But yeah, but you're right. You, you are absolutely right. AJ, we think of Izzy, you think, man, Izzy versus Alex Pereira. He defeats him, you know, he lost to him three times. And then he comes back and, and, and defeats him. And the way he defeats him, he knocks him out. Like, yeah. just crazy. It's crazy. not by points. He yeah. lays, and he it's not even just him. like a. A, a kind of a KO guys fucking flat out yeah like the biggest and the best way you can do it you know gives an amazing fucking speech at the end sure and then comes home to look at this fucking pathetic like <laughs> da, 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 you're just like oh fuck off then you know mm. but doesn't really matter because just like Izzy and like myself at the end of the day when we go outside the people fucking know who we are mm. and that's all that matters at the end of the day it doesn't matter about what critics think or what what this guy said over here or who the, uh, this guy whatever saying it doesn't matter because when I go outside the fucking people know me and they touch me and I just the way I touch them uh, <laughs> I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it. I won't do it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's some real shit, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, just go back to what you said from the from the onset um sessions. Like it's like you really believe in yourself. You look at his mindset and, and your mindset. It's just you really one hundred percent believe in yourself and believe that you can conquer this. You can do this. Yeah. It's incredible. Like, I think of Izzy, that's incredible. What you're doing, it's incredible. And I think a lot of men need to follow suit. It's like, man, what the heck? Is this, if, is, if Dirty Sesh is doing this, Izzy's doing this, bro, I, this, 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 yeah, there's that, a possibility. There's a true possibility I can do this. That, that's, what, that's what I try to do. At the end of the day, yeah, I'm, make, I'm trying to make you laugh, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully you get a little bit of message. I don't know, a lot of people are fucking dumb out there. But hopefully you get the message, you laugh. But the main takeaway is that I want people that feel helpless to walk away like, fuck if this guy can say that and look at the comment section man that they fucking love him you know like maybe i can fucking do what i want to do that's my biggest thing that i want people to take away is to be inspired i, I if if i die tomorrow hopefully i don't jesus but <laughs> if, if i did the biggest thing i want people to take away after watching my shit is to feel inspired just to be themselves 
you know, to walk away and be like, yep, he did it. He did it his way. He didn't care about what anybody else said, his family, his friends, whatever. He just did it. He stuck to his fucking guns. He's the man. I want to be the man. I want to do something like that because that's what I feel like when I look at someone like Izzy as well. It seems like we're all over Izzy's diddle as well, but oh, I don't, I don't want to be there. <laughs> but I, I did want to say real quick is like, to, like you know, because we're talking about men and stuff like that. To all the men out there, don't let other people's fears be your fears. That has been one of my biggest fucking things for me is people texting me and telling me how they feel about my content and it's literally just their fears on me and now i'm walking around with anxiety i'm like fucking worried and scared but then i step back and i'm like wait why am i fucking nervous i i, I don't feel that this isn't how i feel when i put my shit together i'm and then i realize like oh it's their fear it's their insecurity it has nothing to do with me because I'm not even I'm not even standing on their street. I actually live about 10 miles down the road. But for some reason they're trying to put me on the same street with them being all nervous and fearful and oh my god and da 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 and it's just like nah. So if I could say anything just try not to like let other people's fears be your fears because that's what a lot of this journey like going through this journey that's what you go through. Is a lot of people giving their opinions and a lot of their opinions are either negative or fearful, but it's just because that's how they feel about themselves or about the content or whatever it is that you're making. But it has nothing, nothing to do with you, especially if you're feeling good like myself. I genuinely have no hate or anything towards anybody no matter what you think i know people are selective with their hearing all they hear is gay bashing or something in some of my stuff but deep down inside the reason why people still fuck with me after i say all those jokes is because they know that i'm just having a goof i am not actually like yucky get away from me like if i met someone like gay i'm like i can't meet you we can't have a conversation that's ridiculous you know and so yeah i just i just hope people out there like have that as a takeaway, you know, don't, don't let people's fears be your fears. Cause it hap it's, it happens to all of us, you know, and the only way we can get past it is just to understand what that is and just keep it moving. Don't try to address it. Don't try to be like, Oh, I can fix this. Cause nine times out of 10, you can't fix it. Cause in order to fix it, you have to change somebody else's mind and you're not going to change their mind unless they're willing to change it themselves. So, well said, man. Well said. Any, any um, last questions or any other questions, um, Jay? I think um, Sesh answered it. I was actually going to ask on behalf of Charles. You know, Charles always has the oh, question yeah, about, yeah. like, what, at the end of the day, what is your legacy? And I think you answered it really, really well in terms of, like, helping people be inspired to be themselves. Um, so, honestly, this is probably the first time where, like, I actually don't have a closing question you've answered everything mm. that i was curious about and done it in such a, an amazing way in terms of just being real about it yeah because i think people pick up on that and so it's just been cool to like hear your <laughs> thoughts almost i mean i'm sure there's a little filter but it seems like it comes out unfiltered sometimes sometimes <laughs> while i've been sitting here i'm like mm, maybe i should watch and then i'm just like i don't give a fuck and i'll just say it but no it is real man everything i i, I especially when i get a bit passionate like it's 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 real bro that that's just how it is and a lot of people are just really scared and insecure and it's 
I don't like saying these things because it kind of can come across hurtful. But it's it's true, man. Mm. I don't know where I was going. I had something and then I kind of lost it. But no, nah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, good. Mm. You've actually just now inspired my final question. Okay. And that is, what do you chase? Like at the end of the day, when you have that big vision, when you get, what does the final destination look like? Is there a final destination? But if there is one, what does it look like for you? What do you chase? Respect? Is it a catalog? Is it, yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day, what does that final destination look like for you? Uh, there might be like a couple. Um, one of them is, has always been respect respect from my peers and and people that i respect like just lastly touching on the izzy thing like when i saw he like you know shared my stuff and he was into it and stuff like that that was like the most humbling and respectful thing i could ever receive because again it's somebody that i've looked up to that i admire and i look at their work ethic like holy shit and now they're respecting something that i do so that is always one i mean a final destination for me would be being with my family financially stable and in a position where we don't have to worry anymore and on top of that i'm still creating and doing what i love and hopefully i can inspire my children to go and chase what they want to do whatever that may be and i'm not even talking about entertainment i'm just saying whatever the fuck they want to be and so I mean, yeah, that that that's the end goal for me, man, is just to be my family to be good, financially stable, and just doing continuing to do what I love and the passion that I, I, I chose from the beginning. It's cool, man. That's this awesome. is me. It is, man. It is it is bright. So it is it's it's been really inspiring. I really, really appreciate the energy. Man, your energy up from the onset, man, it's kinda it's kind of it was kind of like a steady kind of, and it just went up just a hundred percent. And so, bro, it is, it is, it is, it is very contagious, and it is, and it really is inspiring. I, I can I'm just just reiterating what, what Jay is saying that is it is um, this this needs to be said, and I think a lot of men need to hear this. You, I think you said it. Oh, you know, people need to hear this. People need to hear the truth, but also people need to hear it for themselves. And we could, we don't have the power to, to change people. Like you said. It is at the end of the day, it's up to them. Yeah. They they can they have to change themselves and really look in the, within themselves, and look in the mirror. But really inspiring, bro. I love your passion. I love your passion, and you, you. and you carry yourself really well. And from the onset, your self belief, your mindset, it's really empowering because, like, I I, I I tend to think, I think, man, it's so sad. Is that there's a lot of guys out there? I can imagine a lot of men watching this. Like, man, I want to do that, but because of this and then and and all this other stuff. And you mentioned other men who are not doing things who have now passed on, and so much talent, so much gifting, and amazing skill set. Never achieved a lot of the things that they probably would have wanted to. But I love that you're carrying the flag for a lot of our men, whether it be Pacifico or Modi, and men in general, and people in general. To say, hey, believe in yourself, back yourself, do it, just push through. Work ethic, one of the greatest things. That, yeah, you're right. People need to work. Yeah, they need they need to 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 get up and do do these things. Real quick, because I know the bro said it one time, but I'm just going to echo that chamber. A lot of people here, bro, they want to they they just want the prize. They don't want to work for it, and that's some real shit, man. I've seen that my whole life here in New Zealand. Is people just want the gift that they 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 want the cake but they don't want to help bake it or they don't want to bake it for themselves 
you know, and it's just really, really sad. And I just wish that hopefully somebody, at least one person walks away from our conversation and is like, you know what? I'm going to fucking bake the cake today, boss. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that it inspires somebody to do that because, you know, I don't like as much as my mentality is like, fuck it, you're either coming or you're in my way. Get the fuck out of my way. Uh, that That's my mentality. But I do have like empathy for people out there that allow whatever like the noise we call it the noise to to stop them from doing what they love because they they don't realize like if you just chase that bro your life your you your not even your life but i don't want to say like soul because that sounds like okay but like you know just everything about you would just feel a thousand times better once you start doing what the fuck you love to do whether it's entertainment, sports, whatever, cooking. I don't know. I don't know what it could be. It could be anything. But whatever it is, that feeling that you don't get until you do that thing, if you're not going after it, I just I, I just wish and, and I, that more people can do that for themselves because it's a very hard thing. But if you just do it, you'll feel way more better and you'll see everything around you start to slowly change and start to work in your benefit. You know? Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. Um, bro, we appreciate it, man. All the best for your endeavours um, also this year, but also in the future. We look forward to the to the movies and all the, the bright lights. And, and, and we laugh, you, you laugh at it, but now we really, really believe it, bro. We really believe that it's going to happen. Uh, and we like to speak things in, into existence, and so for bro, sure, yeah, bro, um, yeah. The, the way you, the, the way you're carrying on, and, and the things you're doing, bro, all the best. Keep the amazing mahi, uh, but also um, mad love to you, bro. Mad love to to the work that you're doing and, and who you are. Uh, but every guest that does come on, we always give them a caricature, give them a gift, a sketch of uh, you know of who we envision you to be. And so, brother, this is on behalf of the mandate team. This is for you, bro. <laughs> that's mad <laughs> oh thank you thank you i appreciate that man that looks so cool that, that's oh, bad nah, that's why i was real fucking scared i was like what if it's like a big <laughs> cock or something <laughs> i don't check it it's in this room <laughs> nah i love this man this is dope do you want me to like show it to the camera if they can see it that's fucking sick dude bro that's man. mad we appreciate you man thank you so much for your time and hey uh charles couldn't be here tonight but he would have enjoyed it as well so but uh otherwise bro thank you so much is there anyone that you would recommend to be on the on the podcast and someone that you think man this guy would, would be perfect on the podcast um I'm just trying to think if you've already like <laughs> sat down with them. Um, you know, it'd be cool because he like never comes out. I, I don't really, no, I actually don't know him, but um, David Dallas would be cool to like hear from him. Eh? Cool. That, that, that'll be a cool one. Yeah. If you get Izzy, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Izzy, David Dallas would be awesome, bro. Yeah. Uh, but also as well, um, just just one last thing as well, um, Sish, because we always give the guests uh, the last words. And so any words, any, any other last words of encouragement to, to, to our men out there I mean like with all the ramble that I've done tonight I, I guess I could just finish it by saying just follow your heart whatever your heart and that thing inside of you is telling you to do whatever it is that thing is that you want to like just do it it sounds like I'm mumbling but like really just chase after that feeling whatever whatever that thing is that gives you that feeling because I know that fucking feeling I have that feeling every time I do 
my shit. And I never want to lose that. And I just hope everybody, man or woman, could just, if they could find that thing and just stick with it. Again, trust me, the rest of your world will open up. And yeah, it will come with people disagreeing with what you want to do. It will come with a bit of drama from the family or the friends. You might have to let go of your best mate who you know deep down inside ain't doing shit. He's just fucking hanging or she's just hanging around. But if you do all of that shit, man, and you let go of those people and you just follow what you want, it's not selfish. It's not the biggest thing that I had was I always felt selfish for just chasing what I wanted to do. But every time I did what everybody else wanted me to do, I was always miserable. I always felt alone and just discomfort and it just wasn't me. So I don't know. I, I guess, you know, I'm just pretty much describing things I don't want people to fucking feel. So yeah. Bro, awesome, man. Too much, bro. Hey, listen, thank you once again. Uh, for your time brother appreciate Bro, it can i just say thank you guys for having me man like it, it's really I'll, I'll be honest like no one's gonna say this but it, it takes a lot of courage to get somebody like myself eh? like i know that might again come across like arrogant but i know what i'm doing and i know the things that i'm saying and i know a lot of people don't want to like touch me because of the you know they're scared like oh what if that gets on our product or our um you know our brand so no, I, I appreciate you guys. Like when you guys reached out, man, I was like, fuck yeah, that's mad. Cause like, <laughs> hope, I just hope I make sense. But <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys. Man. Even the, the bro in the background. Yeah, man, Brad, 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 Brad. Yeah, no, thank you, bro. Appreciate it, man. So this is our last episode for... Um... What happened to those guys? <laughs> <laughs> One episode was Sish that was all the time. <laughs> no man, thank you. Nah, no, thank, thank you so you, much, man. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, bro, thank up. you so much, man. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Look forward to your well thought out comments. And um, as usual, Jay, refine, unlock, and take charge. Shop. Mandate. 